0: But also you throw creativity in the mix right and part of part of the power of creativity is just being present and seeing truth I, I really truly believe that creativity is like seeing at least a perception of truth in the midst of like all the, all, the, all the noise, right.
1: I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is not professional advice, just two guys spitballing. So do your own research. So, um, which leads me to a theological, you want to shift gears for a second sure, here? sure, um, sure, sure. Would you be willing to say that God likes suffering? I mean, it's part of the story, and he's purposed it, and he takes most of it himself. Hmm. Does he like it? Does he does He want it?
0: Well, are you gonna, is that an open question, yeah, an for, open question for all yeah. of us? Just chime in. Chime in. I'm not a theologian. I don't have the suffix. The, the, the That's why you're suffix. going first.
1: That's- <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can correct my flaws my flawed answer here uh, but I don't like if we if we go back and we say like that, that humanity had free will Adam and Eve had free will like they mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. they chose then mm-hmm. God knew they were going to choose right. yes, yes. Um, but they still had the freedom to choose and we yes. have the freedom to choose um, mm-hmm. you, was your question does it please him
1: does he like it does he, does he like, like it? it does he want
2: it um, I'm getting stuck on does God like it yeah <laughs> what does God like uh huh I think I'm more comfortable with his permission like does he permit it sure Mm -hmm. with his uh, allow Mm -hmm. allowance does he allow it right does he dictate it or not I'm more comfortable with that kind of language but like it yeah that's more I'm struggling with that
0: well like in the beginning right like God created it and God would say like it is good so that means he liked it right right
2: yeah I okay so I can say this he doesn't enjoy it uh huh Right, so I, I yes yeah, suffering by that, but you real say, suffering. So, it's horrible. Right, so yeah. so it is good, it is good, it is good on day one, day two, day three, day four, until we get to Adam alone. It mm-hmm. is not good mm-hmm. that a man should be alone, and so that I think he probably doesn't like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to. I'm not sure if this is fair, but I'm kind of equating God saying this is not good mm. with him not liking it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. In in which case isolation like that, which is a lot of,
1: I mean, right, so much
0: or at least suffering. the result of
1: suffering. Right. When you mm-hmm. suffer, you mm-hmm. feel like no one else in the world feels what you're feeling. Yes. Mm-hmm. And isolation yeah. itself
2: is suffering. It's not the only kind of suffering. You yeah. Know, there's physical right. suffering or whatever, but certainly isolation. Yeah. Is a kind is, of suffering. Is a, absolutely a, a horrific kind of suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah i don't think no so to answer your question i think he doesn't like suffering yeah he doesn't like it
1: yeah so yeah
2: it, oh you know what here's another because uh, we love the bible um <laughs> right? he says that that jesus endured the cross yeah. right for the sake of something else and so the the idea that he yeah, enduring seems yeah. like something that you didn't he didn't yeah,
1: like want or, or, like. or want of yes. yeah. uh-huh. something else was the joy Right, the sure. Joy redeeming right. So a there was joy. So there's there's something that, right. That's right. That's yeah. Right. So I'm I'm asking, is it part of the package? Because we just said earlier that it probably is, right? It's part well, of the story.
0: Well, yeah, because we again going back to like I never we we wouldn't know how beautiful it is. Yeah. Without it. Right. We would just be like oh yeah.
1: We just take everything for granted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We so do like, anyways. Like, we yeah. I
0: think about that all the time. Like I know Jesus, and I yeah. think... <laughs>
1: So, I remember a pastor giving an illustration of his kid on a skateboard saying that he wanted to go down this big steep hill and he said, no, don't do that, you're not good enough, you're going to fall down and hurt yourself and his kid really, really, really wanted to do it. Was that kid you? No. <laughs> Although, I did do that. <laughs> this, is, this is the true story of some other pastor. Oh, I have a friend. I have some scars to show how poor I was on skateboards. Um, Yeah, I I gave that up pretty quick. Uh, I'm tall and high center of gravity, and I don't know. Uh, But he said eventually his kid was so um, determined that he decided to allow him to go down the hill, but he ran beside him the whole way. Hmm. And then when he fell down and hurt himself, he was there to pick him up, and he said, part of me was pleased. Part of me was pleased that um, my kid is learning and he's trusting, and I was there to comfort, and I was there to um, to help them grow in wisdom. That it's good to listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. Also,
0: he didn't catch him and didn't keep
1: him from he couldn't falling. Couldn't catch him. Couldn't keep him from falling. He fell and he got he got scraped up. Mm-hmm. Um, and he comforted him, and he took care of him. But there's also something pleasing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't help but wonder about that. I like that
2: illustration. I'm not. I got to chew on that some more. But yeah, I, I it. it that's really helpful I think
1: so you know what um, Scott I haven't told you this uh, we'll talk about it later but uh, uh, recently I had this horrible anxiety bout and it was, uh, it was the worst I've ever had um, and the, the time that was passing I was thinking about suffering and pondering these kinds of questions mm-hmm. like how could anyone want their child to feel this way how could anyone want to feel this way themselves? And I thought about Jesus in the garden as he's sweating drops of blood and he's pondering his future there the next day or two. And um, the pressure that he's feeling and the anxiety that he's feeling is so intense. Um, And yet it's part of the story. And now it's part of my story, Mm -hmm. right? Um, and, And when I look at it in hindsight, I can say, okay, good things are coming from this as I minister to a group of people who struggle with these sorts of things Mm -hmm. I'm learning new things and I'm I'm more compassionate I'm more you know X Y and Z there's benefit coming but that first 10 days was awful Mm. awful and I was just pondering this how does this fit this is part of the story it's everyone's story and it's and it's mostly God's story he has created this drama that we all are all a part of. Mm-hmm. All, all our stories are interwoven into the story of Christ and creation and fall and redemption and the, just you know, the, the curriculum that you follow there with I Am Art. And suffering is a key piece of it. And I'm not sure it has... What kind of movie is there without a conflict?
0: Well, also, like think back about the, the, the term the passion of Christ, right? Uh-huh. Like, that was... What was the... An, the passion was actually... The suffering, yeah, right. Yeah, it's a not a (laughs) not what I would associate with. Interesting word, right? right?
2: Yeah,
1: passion and suffering. Yeah,
2: you know, um, I I like where you're going with this, and I appreciate you asking in the voice of a theologian, but also from someone who has suffered significantly just recently and remembering that. And I think those are two different perspectives. Mm. Um, what I mean is, it's you have suffered recently a bunch, and of course I see people suffering all the time. I don't know yeah. if you know this, Scott. I'm a hospice chaplain. Oh wow! And so, right yesterday, I mean, all day, every day, except for today. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm with folks who are dying. Thank you. And uh, and their families, and a lot of really, really tragic stories. And that's I go around and just listen to people's tragic stories and. and <clears throat> um, yeah. Occasionally there's good stories, you know, uh, of, you know, with good deaths and, and happy things. But death is horrible. And uh, watching someone struggling to breathe and in so much pain that they mm-hmm. um, w- want to take their life, you know, yeah, I see that every day and hear those stories. And uh, my job of it is to go and listen to the stories, right, yeah. and to be a witness to that pain. Yeah and so that's my context for like what is it what does suffering mean and you know i i can switch my mind on the one hand as a as a theologian reading the high theologies of the middle ages and the and the you know the reformers and even more recent i can say yes this is part of god's story and he is you know this is intentional and all like this and so he must you know he chose to do this and he chose to make the world this way and uh, But, man, it rings so false when it comes Mm -hmm. to actually, Mm -hmm. I can't disagree with that. I believe in a sovereign God. I believe in a God that could make whatever world he wanted to. And so this is a part of the world he chose to make. And he was involved in it himself, the suffering. I mean, Uh, but I would never, ever, ever, ever talk that way with someone who is suffering. Right. 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 Uh, Oh, man. Because to do so would be to give a falsehood of some sort. Mm-hmm. would be to repre- to misrepresent the true god. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to put that those together, but the, yeah. Yeah, except for that they're from different perspectives, right? Right, it's, right.
0: Well, again, I'm not the theologian in the room. But the idea that like the the experience that we are experiencing is of our own design. Uh-huh in the sense of the fallenness of the world that uh-huh. that, I don't are, so are you asking was it always god's intention to have a fallen world is that wait is that the bigger question yeah, that mean, you're that,
1: asking yeah that's kind of i mean that the theologians have debated this that's a classic theological
2: forever right. uh, pondering
0: yes
1: yeah i mean you know that it's i say it like this when it comes to like the trinity I don't know what the Trinity means, that it's one God in <laughs> yes. three persons, but I hem it in with what I know it doesn't mean. Uh-huh. It doesn't mean three gods, right. and it doesn't mean one God in three modes. It's something in between there. Uh-huh. And, and so when it comes to God's sovereignty, I know and believe that he foreordains whatever comes to pass. Nothing yes. surprises him. Sure, yes. He knows all that. But is fore, there a difference between
0: surprising and then – like he knew it was going to happen –
1: yeah, but that's where the mystery lies, right? right. Because because everything is interdependent. Yes, that's and right. And so if, like, David commits a sin with Bathsheba, mm-hmm. God didn't author. That's the other side, right? Uh, he foreordains whatever comes to pass. He does not author sin. Right. He did not make David do that. But right. he knew, I mean, genetically, Jesus came from that line. Mm-hmm. He knew it was going to happen. Right. And he redeemed it. and it's But it's even further than that if you think about the genetics of yeah. it, right? Yeah somehow it's ordained
0: but it, but I think it's it makes mysterious. it even but it makes it even in more beautiful because it's always the response the response is what's beautiful right uh-huh like the response of him knowing that not wanting it but I'm going to I'm going to redeem it anyways yeah
1: yeah I mean that's I think that's part of the glory of the story right like mm-hmm. like a woman suffering in labor and Jesus equates this age passing into the next age like labor pains that there's gonna be a new birth There's gonna be new life, mm-hmm. but there's gonna be suffering and and I, I start wondering is this is suffering somehow Good is it this God? Even though it's horrible Does he want it somehow because it highlights the joy like when you when you talk to a mother and she's talking to her kid um, She'll so be like, "This is the, this is the child that you know. I, I carried you. I had the back pain. I had the morning sickness. I had labor. I you know I, I suffered my life and gave myself to raise you. We surrendered all the the, the use of our funds to to educate you. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So wait. So what? What if? What if it's not universal? Yeah. I mean, what God's truth is universal, but our but uh, I, as a human being, and my experience with God's truth is dependent on what I decide. And what, I, what, I, what apples to oranges I connect to say that, you know what, I can accept that, um, you know, it sucked for 10 years of my life to watch all of our friends and even our, like, our siblings like have children, sometimes by accident. And yeah, not not yeah. be able to birth a child, you know.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, now in my story, and again, like the idea that God—I think what makes God different than me and you and you—is that He has the ability to see from beginning to end, and we're just on this day to day. And we can look back in time, and we can connect dots, you know, in the through line of our backstory. Right. Um, but the beauty comes from going looking back. And by looking back, we see that through line, and that through line then gives us the hope that like, oh yeah, God really does redeem, and he, has, he does have a plan, and that's the hope that we can hang on to for the future. That's, right. that's where the beauty comes from. But it's a, right. again, it, it's not a universal thing, because it's, what's beauty is or what's beautiful mm-hmm. is, is when I can have that epiphany, and then it becomes beautiful.
1: Right. Like for us, who have hope of glory, the suffering has real purpose. And like I said, I'm already seeing some of the benefit of the suffering I had recently in terms of pastoring and understanding people and all that. Um, And I know that this is all going to be redeemed and it's that God makes everything that's broken unbroken. And those who don't know the Lord, who are suffering, I feel terrible for and I want them to have that I want them to have that eternity. I want them to have that redemption. I want them to have that beauty. Yeah. But I even wonder, I even wonder if in their suffering in the next age, if there is some satisfaction in knowing that God is glorified.
0: Through it. Through it. I don't know. Another deep feeling. I, ra- I can't even wrap yeah. my brain around it. Like, you go back to like the, the reality of like when we get to heaven, my mom would be, say, uh, sorry mom, I'm throwing you under the bus here. My mom was. It's. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till we get to heaven, and we can see all these family members and blah blah blah. And I'm like, what? I think heaven's just like us, like being in God's glory and like glorifying Him. Like I don't even know if we have even gonna know each other at that point. I mean, again, I'm not a theologian, but the point being, like, it's all about. I can't even wrap. My, we can't wrap yeah, our I brains don't. around that. I know. You know like, that that would be enough. Yeah. And as as a sinful fallen human being, I can't even wrap my brains around the fact that like with all the crap that I've had to go through in life, and I haven't had to go through crap like some people in this world, that like that all of that would be worth it just to be in the presence of of my creator for eternity. Yeah. That I can't even wrap my brain around.
1: You know, it's made me think about these things at that level. Suffering. Yeah. It's it's sort of this oxymoronic quagmire. Cheers to that! Yes, cheers. (laughs) Okay, all right. (laughs) Here's to suffering.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, it's refining, right? For sure, but not always.
1: It can be. Not always. that's right. It can be. Yeah.
0: It's it's a it's it's a choose your own adventure every step of the way.
1: Yeah. Maybe so. <laughs> like you 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 do have a you do have a responsibility to decide how you're going to respond. You know, like when you have chronic pain, you have a you have a stinky issue that's not going to go away, mm-hmm. um, and it's not this too shall pass. Uh, you have to wait until the grave for this to pass. Um, you still have to decide: Am I going to be a miserable person, or am I going to find a way? Hmm. Am I am I going to be difficult to be around and always complaining and bickering and or is, am I going to rise above this somehow through yeah. the power of God and His promises and the Holy Spirit? That's a place of maturity, I think.
0: Right. Well, that's also a it's a of, place of, of non-isolation because again, like sure. when the world yes. when I'm isolated, then nothing else matters. But if but that's not what we're designed for, right?
2: And this is uh, I don't know. I'm. Uh, I'm grateful for the theoretical questions, but yeah. I, but I'm also very tired of them, honestly. <laughs> I, um, I, I'm gr- no, I guess I'm grateful that there are so. I'm, I'm happy that some people are going after that, I suppose. And, and I have, honestly, no interest in the
1: questions you were just asking. <laughs> cheers. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Willie's yeah. an old fuddy duddy. Continue. What
2: were you saying? Yeah, because. The experience of suffering and and I I don't know why am I coming at it from this perspective maybe it's because of the work I do Um, but the experience of suffering like it's uh, yeah the the theory just it doesn't even matter whatever the answer that those questions
0: are mean nothing in the moment yeah right in the moment
2: yeah like okay so if the answer is this or this or this or if you can nail it down or even more musings it's 80% chance it's this and 20% it's this or whatever no matter what you come to it doesn't matter but what matters I think is what you just brought it to uh, Scott that it's um, in our I mean how do we respond to suffering and it's not just me sucking it up myself and trying to not bicker there, there's a connection right it's if, you, if we isolate in our suffering, or, if, or I say if we are isolated in our suffering, mm-hmm. then I think that is, um, that's hell. Mm-hmm. And it's connecting through the suffering that is heaven, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that's why what you're talking about, the ministry, I am art, is mm-hmm. so powerful because you're taking people's suffering that so isolates them. And saying here's an avenue mm-hmm. that you can express yourself and connect your story to someone else. And we can all l- l- see on paper who you are and what you're about. Mm-hmm. And you can see that yourself and then we're all going to affirm that and recognize the pain. Right. And we share each other's burden right
0: in that way. And and to take it to the next level. So that's like the act of creation and sharing like personally from artist to you know What would you call that? Like, everybody else is looking at the art. Yes, (laughs) in that room, right? Yes,
2: those who are sharing or observing. Correct. So,
0: yeah, the the creators and the observers. But fast forward to that. That's the thing about creativity and art is that it's it's like an Ebenezer there, yes, that can speak to anybody in the future in a way. It's like that's what's magical. Yes, is the that connection and that understanding. It's like as a as a musician you know i can go back i can listen to songs that i wrote in high school and i can that not even i'm not talking about lyrics okay. just music and yes, to know right. exactly how i felt yes 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 you know back yes. back in time the same thing with like right. a painting you can you can look at that and know right. exactly how you felt because it, it it was your your experience poured out into right. some cre- kind of creation right
1: and and when i when yeah. I, there's a so i have paintings that aren't that good but i, I can't paint over them because it wasn't there before, and now it's there, mm-hmm. and I created it. And it's like it exists now. Right, it's there, and it says something. And it is like there was there was therapy in that moment. There was truth in that moment. There was something that's that's expressed there that that even though the painting irritates me with its flaws, I can't I can't cover it up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It wasn't there before, and now it's there. And art is is powerful in that way. Mm-hmm. And I think that speaks to the eternity of our souls, as we are God's work of art. Well,
0: what's the, what's the scripture that talks about the Holy Spirit like uttering murmurs that we can't, we don't even know what to pray? But the Holy oh, yeah, Spirit you know, through from Romans eight through yeah. us, right? That yeah, the, the, the right. Holy Spirit is like working out. I think that that's what creativity is. Hmm.
1: Hmm. So Willie, yeah. do you think? I mean, because it's interesting. You so say you're tired, you're tiring of the, theor- the the theoretical questions, and yet those theoretical questions were born out of a time of tremendous suffering for me yeah. recently. I hear you. Um, and, it's, and it's not, and, and at that time, the question is, how is this, why would God want this? How would this, how would, why would he do this to himself? Yes. How is this, how is there anything good about this? It was yeah. awful. Yes. But that's, that's what I'm saying. It, it forces you to dig down deep, 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 deeper. And, and ask those kinds of questions and say, clearly there is something far greater than, than physical and psychological pain. There, it must be pointing to something. It must be not just uh, a relief in the future. It must serve a really important purpose now. Yeah. And therefore, it has some beauty. It has some purpose it might be something worthy that's why like i said any movie you watch without a conflict isn't worth watching mm-hmm. well that's true let's watch a movie of some people having a happy happy life how boring is that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> and so there's something about it that is mysterious that in a way is very comforting
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, okay, so I'm really comfortable with the mystery. I'm, yeah. I'm, I guess I'm comfortable with asking the yeah. questions and then just... You don't have to have the answer. I, I'm not even interested in pursuing the answer mm-hmm. because it is a question in my in my mind, in my heart, yeah. that I know uh, I, I've gone down that road mentally, theologically enough yeah. that mm-hmm. there's nothing down there. Mm-hmm. Well, not for me. Not that I can find. Right. Well, it's a, it's well, a
0: vast mystery. Right. Not that there's nothing yeah. there, but I come, up to an, I come up to the edge. You want to spend your time on other things. Sort
2: of, yeah. yeah. I, the other thing, I suppose, is you, you are a little bit of a, and, and I'm with you, a little bit of an oddball in uh You're weird, Dave. we are weird, guy. right. And, and we're, oh, weird the, do. we're weird in the same way. That is, we're very, very... We're theologically educated and thoughtful and, and uh, want to figure that stuff out. But most people who ask those kinds of questions are, in my experience, and I don't think this is true for you, and it wouldn't be for me if I was asked, and I have asked those questions a bunch, um, so I don't think it's true for you. But for a lot of people, they ask that question as a way to deflect from the actual pain mm-hmm. and a way not to connect but to, but to hmm. cover over. As a way to sound like I'm being a good Christian mm-hmm. and kind of a self-righteous, uh, you I'm know, suffering I'm, and, I'm suffering you know? And, and I'm going to figure out exactly why God is doing this. So, and then I know why God is, do- and I've heard a lot of people do that actually. Yeah. And I, it's really hard when I see someone who is in, I'm thinking of a man right now, one of my patients who recently died, a Christian, um, who, when I went and talked with him, he was a young man actually uh, and had contracted cancer. He had recently had a number of horrible tragedies in his life that had nothing to do with his own health, and he was leaving behind several children. Um, his wife had recently died unexpectedly, so he's going to orphanage, and he knew that. He was probably within a week or two weeks, he knew, and that turned out to be true, of his own death when I met him. And he was saying, God is good all the time, and everything is going to work out. I've made, I've made arrangements for all my family, so everyone's going to be okay. Nobody needs help. And if you could say a quick prayer for us, that's all I need. And, I mean, God's good all the time. You know, he, he had all the answers. Like he, he was a seven the on the Enneagram. And, and what was he doing? He was giving me all the answers mm-hmm. as a way to—he was in extraordinary pain. And what he decided to do with it is to disconnect. Mm-hmm. And I was there as an opportunity to be a witness to his pain and to say, you know, tell me about this and I will, I will listen to how hard this is. And I wanted mm-hmm. to hear him, you know, rail and curse against the Lord the way that David does and the way that so many. and he was not interested. And that's what I, so a lot of those kinds of questions, I guess that's my context as I hear that kind of, you know, we live in a place where there's lots and lots and lots of Christians. And so then so many
1: of them are, mm-hmm. Well, it's a way to disconnect from people. You think it's possible that he had just he had just done the work in no, advance? No. No? No.
2: I, and this is part of what I'm saying is that you can't do that kind of work in advance, or at all. To say that you have an answer to suffering, I think, is disingenuous. There is not. It's what you said. It's a mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have an answer to suffering, um, you have solved something that John Calvin could not, and mm-hmm. St. Augustine could not, and Thomas Aquinas could not. Uh, this is I mean these are the nobody can nobody can and uh, i think th- I think these are opportunities the questions it's good to ask the questions and even to explore the answers wh- if we recognize that God has an answer I believe that mm-hmm. but there 's no way that we could there 's mm-hmm. no way that we could, and suffering like that I think is an invitation to connect. It's an invitation to connect to God to each other and to ourselves hmm. right this is the stories when you when you have a, somebody um, you know a kid or someone with trauma paint a self-portrait of themselves and then black it over and then and then uh, you get the shading stuff Part, I think I don't know I've never seen it. Tell me if I'm wrong. What I'm imagining is they are, as they share it with other people, other people are like, oh, I see in you this. And so there's this connection with other people. Mm-hmm. The story that you're telling, we, you know, day by day, creation, fall, redemption, that's connect, helping to connect their story to God. Mm-hmm. And then they're looking at that and saying, I'm starting to understand my own story mm-hmm. now. And that is a connection to self. Yeah. Right? So so they're using this art as a, as a way to, you got all these disintegrated pieces of yourself. Yep. This art is putting them, putting myself back together, mm-hmm. integrating the disintegrated, disintegrated parts of myself, right. and then also connecting me to my community yep. and connecting me to God. Yes, and using art to do that—that yep. that is where healing is. It's in connection, and so suffering is an invitation to connect to God, to others, and to ourselves. And I think that people use esoteric the- some people not ever not not mm-hmm. everybody some people use esoteric theology as a way to uh, avoid that process that's my I,
0: I, I would agree with that um, Dave's going to order another cerveza here um, I'll entertain you while he orders <laughs> he, he's going to keep going huh? um,
1: you're leaving I'm, I'm leaving I'm, I, I gotta yeah.
2: this is enough for me
0: the I don't want to lose the thought you're you're I think it's it's the I'll let him order <laughs> I think that the uh, this, this suffering is again the reminder like I like could go back to the Old Testament where the Israelites literally had a fire of sky you know a pillar of fire in the sky yeah um, and yet they would forget that the next day as human beings like we're so short yes like like our memories are so short yeah um and I think that uh we're just because of the way we're, we're we are the suffering reminds us that oh yeah we can trust God like yes you know what I mean um now I absolutely agree with wh- how you just described the fact that we can't whitewash and paint a pretty picture around like in the, the midst of somebody transitioning from physical life to physical death like that's in in the pain and suffering in that um but there's a button on the side of the phone
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: sorry about that
0: (laughs) but i do think like again as if like i i view it's funny i view creativity and i i view like my relationship my my spiritual relationship with god like as a through the lens of a parent because they're both very similar um the idea of a parent and a child, that relationship, yeah. it works you know, as a creative director in my last role and directing like a team of creatives that did various different things. Like I'm like, man, there's so many correlations between being a dad and being a creative director or, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, or in this, like of being a dad and then your story of the dad coming alongside and, and telling, yeah. telling a kid, like you shouldn't really ride that skateboard down that mountain, but they yeah. do it anyways. Um, but it's the re- the reminder, it's because I think it's all about our understanding It's drawing us closer to re- greater and greater and greater confidence, which is what the refining is, right? Yes. The refinement is like, over time, my relationship, I grow stronger in my relationship with my Creator because I become more confident that His promises are true.
2: Yes, yes. That's right. There's that connection with God. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: And, and suffering can facilitate that connection or it doesn't have to
0: mm-hmm. but it's dependent on how we respond to it exactly that's exactly that's right mm-hmm. and that's what I mean by
2: it's in, and I, that's an invitation to connect to God I guess that's, maybe that's the way to say it uh, Dave that esoteric theology um, by being for, for a lot of people because it, people come to a conclusion here it is Okay, then there's no more invitation. I, we've done right. We've done the work. It's done. Right. I got you. So then we're disconnecting,
1: mm-hmm. right? At the same time, I don't want people continually in a uh, there, there is no uh, truth scenario, right? Oh, 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 like, oh, oh. Yes, as long as yes, you're yes, only yes. searching for truth and not finding it, that's you know, uh, okay. That's kind of a universal unitarian enough. kind of. Okay. So this is
2: where we we do the um, yeah we, we're uh, hyper conservatism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Hyper liberalism. It's terrible. Right. So this is, a, is the <laughs> truth out there. Okay, so hyper-liberals will say, no, there's no truth. All that matters is asking the questions. Right. And there's, and Can you make yeah. the as sound effect again? The make the sound uh,
0: effect again, though. There you go. Yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> as long as you're asking the questions, then you're. as long as you're on the journey, yeah. you're on a journey, it doesn't matter the journey. That's, just keep that's redemption. Okay, that's stupid. Right. Okay. On the other hand, right. having to... Uh, button up everything and everything has a reason. And I know what the reason is the, the, I'm going the to simplify everything into I'm going to, okay, so what is the suffering? I have concluded the suffering is this and this right. is, that right. also is, so both of those, there's no real connection. Mm-hmm. One, you're all floating into space mm-hmm. and, and you, there's no direction whatsoever. Yeah. The other is completely isolationist and I am my own God, basically, because I have, the master of my universe. Mm-hmm. I'm not dependent upon anybody because my brain yeah. has figured everything out. Mm-hmm. And and so, if esoteric theology, esoteric questions lead us to a closer relationship with God, and really connecting with Him and feeling His love, then then that's good. It it doesn't do that yeah. for me so much.
1: I but think that there's an identifying um, of what I now know and what I can't know. Okay, and I think that is really and delineating those things. Yeah, I think yes. that's the point Good. of philosophy. Okay, and okay. okay. saying okay, and this, and here are some projections about what I don't know. Yeah, but I hold those loosely.
0: But okay. also, you throw creativity in the mix, right? And part uh-huh. of part of the power of creativity is just being present, and seeing truth. I, I really, truly believe that creativity mm-hmm. is like seeing, at least a perception of truth in the midst of like yeah. all the all, yes. the all the noise, yeah. right? Um, and so. Again, you just described like the extreme left and the extreme right or the conservative, the liberal. Like the reality is like suffering, what it does to us as humans is it draws us into the present. Yes. And we have the ability in that present moment to pause and truly like try to see things for truth, what's true and what's real in this moment, or I'm gonna fixate internally on myself, Yes. you know? Um, I think that's what suffering does.
2: Hmm. That's. That, I think that's beautifully said. It, again, it's the, the, the focusing on myself is that isolation,
0: mm-hmm.
2: is that isolation turning inward, right? Yeah, that's right. And honestly, some art I think can also turn inward and be like this self-expression that no one else can understand, and no one, you know, I'm not even gonna drive yeah. There's no connection whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's too uh, indulgent. Yeah, yeah, indulgent yeah. art. Yeah.
1: huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 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 Or it's just for you. You keep it in your room then. There's a, Hanging I, on your wall
2: I guess there's a sense of I, I just thought about this There is art, I suppose If you're just going to help To integrate yourself You can write Poems or songs Yeah, there's sure songs
0: Spiritual songs and Shows hymns Right? There's yeah, like a hierarchy Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> uh, All of that is fine um, if, it's, if you're helping to Form connections mm-hmm. That's the goal you
0: know? I think that's The purpose Right? Of 101 Of, of get, life Right <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's where the beauty is. That's right. In that's the midst right. of, like, does it matter if, like, it's my worst. Okay, go back to, like, another. I, I work at a Christian music label, and one of our artists, Kane, has a song uh, called I'm So Blessed. And it's, like, on my worst day, I'm a child of God. On my best day, I'm a child of God. Yes. Like, that's oversimplifying. But essentially, yes. it's this. It's, like, it doesn't matter what the present reality is. I'm still a creation of God the Father. In the midst of a created world full of other creations yes. that I can connect with to understand not only God better but also my own story uh-huh. and and that tension between like the idea of creativity how creativity fits in this is like, I do think that too many creatives like spin off on their own and, and think just, they spend too much time in their head by themselves uh-huh. um, and and it 's the equivalent of like social media where you like it's an echo chamber you know when you're only listening to your own story in, in your in your mind, which may or may not be actually you know like get really theological like other spiritual forces that are like mm-hmm. inserting thoughts into your mind, and that's all you hear, and that becomes your truth like part of part of connection to other hum- humans is the idea of like diversity is beautiful because it helps us understand what's really true, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I, I had a friend in high school who took acid and then would draw pictures. He was an artist. And the pictures, um, you know, one thing would would morph into something else, would morph into something else, and it, would, it was just, like, somewhat of an integrated, crazy picture. Again, and you're instead, talking about yourself, right?
0: No, I'm not.
1: <laughs> I had never, a friend. Had <laughs> never used acid. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> And he said, "When I was on the acid, all of this made sense."
0: But it and doesn't my now. My point
1: was, this doesn't make sense now, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like fantastic. But that's now it's it not is, this planet; it's chaos. Yeah, yeah. You know,
2: that's interesting. Um, when we're talking about the left and the right, so that's a far left, I think, vision. Uh, you're the artist, okay? We're just talking about theology, and you're yeah. a little bit over here. So I'm going to s- s- uh, say some stuff about <laughs> art, and you can uh, correct me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and i 'm happy to be correct about this, but the far left is anything creative is good art it, as long as it is has never been done before, and it has not it, like uh-huh. okay At, it can be meaningless like this like what does this right. mean this is this is meaningless, and let 's be as absurd as possible, and then this is good you know as long as no one 's ever done it or no one's ever thought of it, then that 's art uh, the far uh, conservative thing is that art is utilitarian, and so we 're going to draw something you know well like these we 're surrounded by. Woodchuck wood wood hard cider, cider right? yeah. So this is a piece of art. That is, is that really art? This little woodchuck? You know, that's not really art. It is utilitarian. It's trying to sell something. Yeah. Right? And the Christian version of that is art's not really art unless it has a depiction of Jesus on it. Or uh, it's, you know, that it's spiritual. We need, to, we need to go and
0: schedule a whole other podcast session interview with me for, to talk about that. Okay.
2: Yeah. I would, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so you're talking about your friend with acid. Like I'm thinking, okay, yeah. that's meaningless, right? I, th- I think. Right. Although, yeah, let's do another podcast session on this because I want to hear you. Because we're we're <laughs> almost out of time here. Yeah. But then also like this. Okay, there's nothing. I mean, okay, whatever. It that's it's got utility and that's fine. But I'm not gonna. That's not art. Well,
0: really. so 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 art is basically expression, right? right. Uh It's a, it, right. and it doesn't have to have in the truest definition of it. It doesn't. It doesn't have to have a purpose uh, in the exactly. sense of like that you can understand what I meant right. when I create exactly. something, right? Um, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't have value. Exactly. Because one of the therapeutic like values of art is typically when an artist is creating, it's almost... Um, I've had a couple of beers now now I'm trying to think of the word. Uh, it's like uh, you're so present, it, it becomes... Meditative, right? I'm distracted from my sufferings because I am so focused. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it actually it has Mm -hmm. it has positive aspects. Just to just to I'm going to try to forget all of the things, right? Yes. Yes,
1: that's right. There's, you don't even have to try to forget. It's it, you are frozen in time. Yes, and looking at this, I can't prompt, tell yeah.
0: you how many times yeah. over the years, Dave, I've like worked on stuff, and I'm like, oh dang! Like, I've forgotten to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I'm still like right. doing this thing, right, right, <laughs> right, right. and it didn't matter. Yep.
2: that's right. Yeah, that's good.
0: So I think it's, I think like it doesn't have to. Art doesn't have to be for somebody else. Right. It can actually uh, absolutely be for the just the release. Of, and that's why I said like earlier, like the idea of like utterings and murmurings that I don't even understand, yes. but it's releasing that from yes. my spirit.
2: There's something inside you mm-hmm. that is coming out. Yep, yeah. That is when I think about art. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Something authentic that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wonder if we can transition. I got to get going, yeah. but. Do you? Yeah. You told me that you could t- you could in this session get yeah. him to laugh a lot, and you have not yeah. done this. <laughs> yes. Well, but you just, <laughs> you
1: just. We just need so I'm, to I don't talk know about means, something other than suffering and trauma.
0: Oh wait, no way. Actually, we can talk about suffering and trauma and laughter. Um, oh, Dave oh, used to Dave used to wrestle with um, irritable, bowel, irritable bowel syndrome. Who? Irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, hold up.
1: <laughs> Is, is this the bonus episode we want to release? Okay, we're, we're, me, me and... Eric, right, if you want okay. to hear this, you got to... Uh, I mean, we're talking support, about... You have to be a patron yeah, that's, We're talking right, we about
0: go. suffering. Right, right.
2: Like, suffering and... And, yes. and
0: then th- the truism of that, in my experience with, with Dave, is like, he would suffer. Like, suffer. every show, like, we would go yeah. out and he we would... We were
1: playing in a band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's the deal, Willie. I was not a great drummer. I, I liked the band and I and I had we all wanted to make it and we wanted to like yeah. minister yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I I really wanted to be better and I was on my way but I was still not that good okay and as I've mentioned I've had some anxiety over the years yes yes <laughs> so. yes yes, yes. Um, before a show, and I'm about to to get in front of a bunch of people yeah. who are criticizing me, and yeah. I'm not that great. Uh-huh. If I had been great, I think I would have really enjoyed it. But uh-huh. um, so, yeah, I would get nervous, and I have diarrhea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> the,
1: the you just the you just is,
0: open the door to laughter right there. Okay, so this
2: is going to be our bonus episode today. If you want to hear the rest of this conversation, which is fantastic, just tap or swipe on your cover art of the Hopper Podcast on your podcasting app and look for
1: uh, the bonus episodes. Well, apparently uh, there are license plates, you know, vanity plates yeah, uh-huh. that are rejected. Oh, yeah. You can't get just whatever you want to. Right. Well, uh, I've heard of that. A yep. lot of them are rejected because they're like a, a business name. And oh, is that so right? Not, yeah. So you, you're not to advertise a business on a license You advertise like plate. Amazon or your own right. business, I guess. Yeah. Um, and others are just... We can't put the Hopper
2: podcast on,
1: on, uh, on a license I don't know. Plate. We might get away with it. Uh, when a business gets big, like uh, here's one that's rejected. It's Dorito. Um, oh, why, Dorito's been yeah, rejected. that has been rejected. So, okay. So you know, it's... Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know when, when you get on the radar for being a, a company they don't want you to, to advertise for. Um, I don't know. But others, uh, some of, uh, we got a list in both yeah, our faces okay. here. Oh, I and see. some yeah. of them are. Yeah, you can find lists online of of rejected license plates. And boy, some of them are, uh, they're rejected because they're, uh, here's one, hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see. I can see that. Yeah, um, here's eat my SS. Uh huh. So you yeah. can see where they're like, hey, maybe we don't want that. Yeah, out in, the, in the public square. Um, so we're gonna reject that one. Here's bad B1CH. Uh huh. Yep. Bad uh-huh. bitch. Okay. Basically. Yeah. But even things that are that are not so uh so bad, like here's tool bag. I don't see why they would have to reject that. No, and I've got I've got one here that's rejected.
2: Bad pig.
1: But yeah, I guess just referring to police and they didn't like that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. But still, yeah, I'm not sure that's as vulgar as. Uh, here's one that says boobies. Okay. Okay. You know, maybe maybe not. or here's titties. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and oh, and it gets worse from there. Uh, there here's sure. the the s h uh, t box. Okay, yeah. <laughs> then, I've got I've got wanker has been uh yeah. rejected. Um holy sht, sure. Now here's one uh cracker. Yeah, I've got a couple variations
2: of cracker that have been uh rejected. I guess
1: that's just a, you know, a, a derogatory yeah. Remark for white people. Sure, sure. Um, do you feel that way about it? About I mean, cracker? Yeah. No, I really don't care about cracker. Do you cracker? get upset if someone no. calls you a cracker? I me mean, neither. I don't, I don't know, know if anyone
2: ever has. Maybe they have, but I haven't. Yeah. I don't think I would get upset if I... It would be just... The word is not so much offensive. I suppose how someone used it might be. Yeah. Um, but that would be completely... I have even trouble thinking about that. I'm not easily offended, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Um, here's one. uh Kill. Kill? That was rejected. Okay. Yeah, just kill. So I guess we don't want that message out there in the streets. Maybe not. Um, gay boy. Okay. That was rejected. How about um, jackal? J-A-C-K-A-L. Is that a derogatory remark? I don't know. I, thought, I always think of that I as an animal. But Who can keep up with all the derogatory remarks? That's a good I point. Mean, I mean, that's it, a good point. Who's, uh, who's the one actually looking at these and deciding? How about strange? S-T-R-A-N-G-E. Strange rejected that's weird it's strange it's weird yeah um uh here's one okay um b-l-o-w-m-e what (laughs) why do you think they got rid of that one uh you should ask your parents about that yeah um uh, they also rejected milkies and milkers okay yeah i guess referring to to boobies again sure okay i guess people like boobies how about cowgirl uh, yeah, that's a, that's a position, apparently. A, it It is. Sexual position. Sure. But it's also just a, a it's also just, just a, a cow person, yeah. Analogous to a cowboy. I'm I'm telling you, who could keep track of all this? I know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Hellfire? Mm-hmm. That was rejected? All right.
2: There's a, there's a lot of, um, some innocuous word and then AF.
1: I'm seeing uh-huh. a bunch of that slow af um you know what the af is right oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah 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 um here's small pp okay <laughs> <laughs> why in the world would someone get that <laughs> right <laughs> I, yeah, all right but okay maybe uh maybe your wife got it for your car i don't know um yeah I, my wife would not get that for the, for our car uh the the af there's also a h you know as yes, hell. yes 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 okay. uh, rude as hell that was rejected
2: yeah there's lots of um n-word uh takeoffs i see a lot of satan um uh, not a cop <laughs>
1: uh-huh. yeah okay not a cop
2: yeah. um
1: yeah some of the i mean some of them are really vulgar yes um i mean i've even worse than what the ones I've already mentioned. Yes,
2: I'm. I'm. There's some that
1: I'm not wanting to. Yeah, I just I can't bring myself to say this. Of course, they are rejected. Um, but you know, there's there's more mild ones like uh, busty. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Lesbian. Gringo. What is a zero fox? Zero fox. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if no, I said something about that. horribly vulgar and I don't even know it. What the I, zero fox? I don't know zero fox. Yeah, I don't well, know why that one. Apparently, it's not worthy to be on a license plate. Okay, so
2: um, also pol- uh, political ones. We haven't mentioned those. There's a you can't do uh, uh, Trump or MAGA or
1: yeah, uh, that's interesting, isn't it?
2: It is. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Um. Dream girl. Dream that? girl. That seems like it would... I don't
2: know. I don't know. Yeah. But somebody somewhere is... is uh Thinking
1: this is inappropriate in some way.
2: And maybe it is. You know, we should look up a list of ones that have gotten through, that yeah. people have gotten... Right. Uh, ...that have gotten past the censors. A
1: lot of them have... Uh, some I see a lot of uh, 69, something 69. Sure, sure, sure. Lots of 69s. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, here, here's one that says kidnapper. <laughs> <laughs> kidnapper they don't what's wrong with this one idiot
2: yeah right
1: yeah is it that you know it's going to cause road rage are you calling me an idiot you know oh cut someone off and yeah it could be could be flash your lights (laughs) it could also be
2: uh i can imagine now that i'm thinking about it idiot and small pp and these ones like that could be like someone getting it for someone else yeah here i'm uh, i'm gonna go get i'm gonna renew your license plates and it comes back and yep. then there wah, it is. Wah. Yeah, right. Um Heifer. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: body bag. Hmm.
2: Badass. Of course. <laughs> lock it up. Yeah. Hmm. Lock it up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Okay. But it's interesting. You can't have just whatever you want to. There's there's one that's really similar to lock it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar. It's one letter different. Okay, yeah. That's pretty, pretty daggone vulgar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, war, whores. Hmm. Okay. Three way. Okay, yeah. Oh, man. I don't understand the uh, the idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one grinding grinding okay well why would you want to put that on your car i don't know uh... you sound like you want to put idiot on your car i i wouldn't be opposed to that (laughs) all right yeah i mean why not um well we live in the state of kentucky yeah here are some from the state of kentucky yeah okay uh drugs that makes sense. Yeah. Hazmat. What's wrong with hazmat? I don't know. It's just like uh, they're afraid you might actually have hazardous material in your vehicle, possibly. Booty. Uh, XXX. Yeah. Okay. Those make sense. Oh Lord. Yeah. Anything. There's a lot of here about God or Lord. They're, you know, they're they're going to get rid of anything, I guess, religious, mm, um, mm-hmm. just because it would be offensive. Uh, what about uh, just Sonic? Sonic? Does that mean something that I don't... Well, it's do we a business. To... Oh, yeah. Just the business. Yep. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm thinking of science and what possible derogatory term it could be referring to in the urban dictionary oh, yeah. or something. Well, there's yeah. also
2: um, H8U.
1: Hate you. Hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Can't have that one. Can't hate people. Can't mm-hmm. hate people. Uh, angry. Me- and they spelled it wrong on purpose. <laughs> okay. And it, they, instead of a G, they have a K. So it's k y like okay i'm angry at kentucky i really like that one that's pretty funny <laughs> that's pretty good but you can't be angry at kentucky and kentucky folks uh at least not on a kentucky yeah, license you plate. go to tennessee you can get that maybe. probably yeah. yeah 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 uh duty d o o d y duty okay that's not i mean come no. on no that's that's a pretty mild that's very mild fecal term uh-huh <laughs> i wonder if fecal i wonder if you could get I'm pretty sure that would be rejected too. Probably so. Uh, here's one. Uh, just uh, referring to alcohol. Looks like they they anything referring to alcohol looks like it's rejected. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. What was it that
2: on on Seinfeld? What was didn't Kramer have a special one? I don't remember.
1: Yeah. No. I thought okay. Uh, the something man, right? The yeah. K man or something. I thought it was ass man. Yes. That. That's I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did he get that through the sensors? Well, I, I don't think he did. I think it's just a TV show, Willie. Oh, okay. Um here's what cat god. Cat god. This is a rejected Kentucky plate. Cat god. Okay. I don't that one's a little weird. Um or farts. Come on now. You can't put farts on your car. Um uh this one just says vulgar. But they can't keep me from farting in my car. That's right. Uh, this one says vulgar. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, karma. Can't put karma. I guess it's religious.
2: Be keto. It's interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Have you ever had a, a vanity, vanity? I never plate? have. What would you have if you had a vanity plate? I had one in my oh. life. Um, I had this beat up old truck. Uh huh. Uh, so when I started, uh, I first got married and we had no money Yeah. and my wife was still in school. Um, I think it, I remember that truck. I was paying for that and I got this really rusted out pickup truck. Yeah. And I was painting houses and I would leftover paint, I would just slap it on some of the rust. Yeah. On my truck. So the truck was multicolored. Uh-huh. Um and it was really beat up. Yeah. And so I got a, a plate that said super old. Okay. And uh when I finally had patched that truck up and I, I painted it all one color, uh, I sold it to a guy. Um and he wanted to keep that vanity plate. Hmm. He liked it. Okay. So, interesting. I mean, to me, it was kind of a way to head off the embarrassment of driving this multicolored, rusted out, you know, beat up old truck. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. kind of make fun of it. Right? Yeah.
2: Self deprecating humor. So, no one else, you, you beat everyone else to the punch when.
1: I mean, it's not like I was, you know, terrified of someone making fun of my truck, but it was just like, hey, yeah, sure. I know what I'm driving. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know yeah. what you get. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I don't know what I would get now. Yeah, I don't. I don't particularly like. I think that's a problem I have with like a tattoo. Yes. What kind of label I'm would I put 100%. on myself forever? Yeah. Right. Like it's almost like picking a vanity plate that you're going to have the rest of your life. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know what that would be. Yeah. If you were, to, if you were forced to get a tattoo, did we do this before? Did I, I ask you this maybe, question? Maybe. Maybe. You were forced to get a tattoo. What would it be? Yeah. It would be. I think what I said is. It would be
2: very very small, yeah. And it would be almost, I think, meaningless. Like maybe a cross that is Uh meaningful, but like even like a circle or a, I mean, Uh
1: just a teardrop on your cheek.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, in a non-prominent place, right? Uh Because yeah, you're right. I don't want to.
1: And but uh, a. Vanity plate is uh-huh. much less permanent, obviously. If you could force me to get a tattoo, what would you have tattooed on me? <laughs> That's a great question. Small pee-pee. <laughs>
2: uh, I think I would, I would have you get a, a, a
1: tattoo of a tiara across your head. <laughs> yeah. Just some hair on my head? How about, like, uh, prison bitch on my neck? <laughs> Oh my goodness! You are self-deprecating today. <laughs> I'm just thinking what you would put on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so what tattoo would you think that I would think that you would put on me? Oh. <laughs> Come on, you got you got good ideas for this. For what I, what tattoo what, I put what on what you? Would you put on me? Yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh, a, a big bird. <laughs> I'm just making that up. I don't know. on your on your calf a smurfette (laughs) yeah a smurfette some hearts um mom Uh, yeah i don't know yeah 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 that's that's the thing i i it's really hard to think of what i'd want there forever well that's the thing Um, yeah and uh certainly couldn't make that decision for somebody else
2: Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. You've made it to the end of this week's episode.
1: Congratulations, you win a six day tour of Flint, Michigan. Oh, you better not drink the water. Now, to claim that prize, write us at thehopperpodcast or leave us a voicemail at 214 267 9287 and join us next time where we'll discuss if Puff Daddy has any real talent. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, or join our voice- Facebook group at the Hopper Podcast.
2: The Hopper Podcast is sponsored this week by Burger King's new item, single wrapped fries.
1: That's going to hit big.
2: It's going to be a big one. Yeah.
1: Uh, were they like a penny or two?
2: Yeah. Okay.